0: what's going on everyone welcome to another exciting episode of the only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related and we don't bore you we get into it let's do it Okay, people, so eventful episode of Forever News incoming. This week we got a few different things that have been going down, not to mention the My Hero Academia World Heroes mission film is coming out this Friday. So I'm actually very excited about that. But we got a lot of stuff honestly on the agenda. So I don't want to waste your guys' time in case you don't know. You can listen to Forever News on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all sorts of places where you get your podcast in case you can't watch it here on YouTube. But yeah, let's jump into the stories. Okay, people, so first on the agenda, a really really cool little crossover if you would call it that between the creator of magi's old work magi the labyrinth of magic and their new work that has an anime approaching in january orient let's read orient and magi collaborate in special halloween visual drawn by the creator shinobu o Taka, a cute collaboration between magi and Orient for halloween was revealed on the official website for the upcoming orient tv anime series adaptation of the manga of the same name a visual drawn by the manga creator of both series shinobu otaka was released featuring characters from both franchises swapping out outfits and it looks like okay we well got Morgiana, you got, got alibaba i want to say that's one of the characters from orient there and then you got another one of the characters of orient dressed as aladdin and then you got aladdin seemingly dressed as one of the characters from orient and yeah it just looks really really cool and it's dope to see some new Magi even if it's just this little crossover drawing with Orient it says Orient is the latest manga series by Shinobu Otaka who is also well known for Magi Tetsuya Yanagizawa I want to let you know that I love you will be directing the series at ACGT with Takahiro Kishida who did Puele Puela Madoka Magica as the character designer I love Madoka Magica and Mariko Kunisawa who did the case files of Jula Richard writing the series' composition and in case you don't know orient will air on tv tokyo and atx in january 2022 with crunchyroll streaming the series soon after and uh yeah the series is basically about a story of musashi a 15 year old boy who lives in japan during the sengoku period japan is ruled by demons and musashi tries to confront the demons with a certain special Power. I'm really, really hoping this one blows up, fam. Like, first of all, again, cute little adorable crossover between Aladdin and uh, the new characters from Orient and all that jazz. You can see similar art styles, obviously, same author or whatnot, but just in general, man. I- I've said it before, but I gotta say it again. I really want to see this one take off, man. Shinobu Otaka's pen game is strong, man. I used to compare it that it was on the level or close to the level of people like H.O.O.D. Oda Creator or One Piece, like. I'm hoping that Orient can be on that same type of wavelength of just being really good, complex, deep, meaningful, and all that jazz similar to Magi. But again... Nice little collab thing, and I would love to see more Magi in the future. I'm just saying, Shinobu Otaka, A little Magi here and there, you know, a little one-shot promoted crossover one-shot. I wouldn't be mad at it. Yeah, people, just a fun little crossover thing there I wanted to show you guys. Next up, we got the Shonen Jump author comments. Let's read. For starters, we got Hajime Komodo, author of Martial Magic and Muscles. Make it hot and pretty much anything is good. Okay, so he's saying, like, if you heat anything up, it'd be good. I don't know about that. Like, hot water ain't that good, but I guess he's meaning meals, but... Uh, You melt ice cream. Well, actually, I've heard deep fried ice cream could be good. I don't know. I'm talking on some fat level. Like, just stop for the Gege Akutami, author of Jujutsu Kaisen. I want to play Pokemon Red, Green, Gold, Silver, but can you use glitches on the virtual console version? Hold up, Gage Akutami. Why are you promoting emulators? I'm just saying. Well, nah. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That does sound like one hell of a time, man. The very first Pokemon game I ever got was Pokemon Yellow, and that was a freaking blast. Did they mention Yellow in here? No. Oh, because was Yellow a thing over there in Japan? I'm not sure if Yellow was a thing over there in Japan, but I would love to play all of those pokemon games just being honest to the original pokemon game so freaking addicting and fun then we got let's see yuki tabata author of black clover i went for a walk with my daughter in the morning for the first time in forever and the world looked so sparkly i love always hearing him talking about him and his daughter because that's mean <laughs> i'm always with my daughter shout out to yuki tabata good fathers all over the world we doing the d- Thing. then we got author of one piece Eiichiro Oda I underestimated the anime Uma Musume it has so much respect for the horses this longtime horse racing fan is moved to tears what anime Uma Musume oh, the only Musume I know is a monster Musume like I don't know what Uma Musume is but alrighty then hey. <laughs> We got Boichi, the artist of Dr. Stone. Recently, I've been drawing people as if they're spitting up blood to show how scientifically improbable things are. Always an interesting tidbit from Boichi and uh, Richiro Inagaki. We got Yuto Suzuki, author of Sakamoto Days. I now have a niece. I can't wait to go back to my hometown and meet her. I want to give her so many gifts. That's really cool to hear because, yeah, I'm an uncle and I have a very strong bond with my nieces and nephews. I mean, for crying out loud, we're going to see the My Hero Academia film tomorrow, World Heroes Mission, in the theater because I raised them up on anime and manga. So that's really dope. Then we got Yuki Kawaguchi, author of The Hunter's Guild, Red Hood. I'm really lucky there's so many restaurants around me. I get takeout burgers three times a week. Yeah, um, I don't know about luck fam because uh, if any indication comes from the manga as of recent, It doesn't look like red hood has much time left and you know once we get official confirmation that hunter's guild red hood is uh, canceled we will get into it but it's looking more and more like it's definitely canceled like i don't see it surviving at all considering they're doing like end game plot twists and we're like you know a few chapters in. so shame this author has some gold right here but the japanese fans just aren't digging it and what can i say but shout outs to yuki kawaguchi if red hood doesn't turn out to be a long runner or doesn't last through the Pendulum swinging acts of Shonen Jump. I would love for this author to return because Red Hood is really freaking good. And yeah, people, those were the Shonen Jump author comments of the week pretty interesting stuff pretty neat next up apparently a news anchor and, and a promo for the upcoming sort Alliance film decided to do a troll i, I mean I, i'm imagining it was part of the marketing to begin with i think it's all like a big skit for the promotion of this but i could imagine like a relative of mine hitting me up and saying yo pa you saw the, what's going on right there with the the, the new anime movie I, I could imagine somebody hitting me up saying that but let's read so you guys can get some context as to what i mean real life news announcer reports Death Game and Sword Art Online progressive film commercial professional news announcer Chiaki Matsuzawa recently made a concerning report on air. Players of the first full dive online game are unable to return to the real world. Fortunately, the announcement was for a commercial rather than being actual news. The Sao official Twitter account posted the ad for the upcoming Sword Art Online: The Movie Progressive Aria of a Starless Night anime film on Monday, and I took a look at it. And I gotta lie, yeah, I could see some old. Older people that don't understand about like you know some type of marketing that are used nowadays like this hitting me up saying yo you hear the the vr part it's really it's taking over the film will open in over 40 countries and territories around the world and i ain't gonna lie very well played because that could get me, even me if i didn't know about seo for a second there it would catch me like wait a minute hold on what what's going on here like people are stuck in vr oh no the robots have taken over finally it's over fuzz but yeah people are pretty neat marketing again i gotta commend them that that caught me off guard i was like okay this is what we're doing now all right <laughs> <laughs> moving forward just a small update for the author of Gantz's latest work Gigant we already announced a while back that it was ending and Gigant's final volume 10 by Hiroya Oku will be out to December 28th and a special edition will also be available and I really really want to read this story like I absolutely loved Inuyashiki Inuyashiki the anime is a classic to me like that is a top of the line 10 out of 10 anime so whatever this Gigant is i want to see it i want to read it and i'm hoping that they have an anime to come because Yeah, the author of Gantz, he's been hitting, and people love Gantz, but it's funny that people love Gantz, I love Inuyashiki, like Gantz is cool, Inuyashiki is my thing, I freaking adore it and I hope that this Gigant thing is pretty cool, because even if it doesn't get an anime, I know at some point I have to experience this, like this author been on fire. But yeah, Gigant, final volume incoming. Moving forward, we got a couple of pieces of Detective Conan news, one of which humongous, crazy, but for starters, it says, next case closed, aka Detective Conan, anime film gets teased in spooky halloween visual with halloween right around the corner the onizuka class from the metropolitan police academy have headed to shibuya to party the night away and the new teaser visual for the next case closed anime film shows their spooky outfits glisten under the moonlight with shibuya 109 and the famous shibuya scramble screen in the background with the words detective conan 2022 faded at the bottom nothing else is known about the film at this time with this being the first visual for it the first after the Detective Conan, The Scarlet Bullet, which was finally released in Japan in April 2021 after being delayed multiple times due to the pandemic. Case Close has also teamed up with the local Shibuya city government to warn people to stay home this Halloween rather than visit Shibuya Scramble and the local area to party. Posters are currently up all around Shibuya with Case Close characters with the catchphrase, home halloween which okay you know it's to be expected until it actually ends we are going to be getting detective Conan movies for the foreseeable future it is constantly consistently each and every week one of the most watched anime out so that's to be expected but this one right here this one right here this one right here you're gonna be blown away because this has to do with naruto fam like i was a little bit like mixed on it because y'all know naruto hello very very special to me right very, very close to my heart. But Naruto has been surpassed and is slowly edging its way out of the top five most sold manga of all time, which is crazy. But then again, if Kishimoto didn't end the series seven years ago, and in fact, if Boruto was added onto the sales, that might not be the case at the very least as of this time right now. And if Naruto ever returned, it would actually probably regain prominence. But according to this, it says with the top five manga sold of all time, One Piece coming in at number one with and 90 million then at number two is gogo 13 with 300 million shout outs to gogo 13 rest in peace to the author he just recently passed away one of the if i'm not mistaken the longest running manga of all time not one of actually the most uh longest running then at number three dragon ball with 260 million and then it used to be naruto at number four with 250 million however just edging it out is detective conan with probably slightly over 250 million but enough to put it at number four knocking naruto down to number five let's just say if demon slayer got a sequel series that was still named demon slayer tomorrow naruto's going to number six getting bumped out of the top five i can't even fathom right now that naruto has been surpassed and is slowly edging out of the top five most sold series of all time i mean i get it don't get me wrong, it's been 7 years now, October, if I'm not mistaken, it was either October or November of 2014 that the original Naruto manga ended. We only have what, like, the little Spring of Youth one-shot thingy that came out about, you know, Sarada Then We had that for a little bit, and aside from that, it's been Boruto, that I don't believe Boruto counts towards Naruto sales, because it's just, like, considered a different IP altogether, even though it's a spin-off and Naruto is regularly in there, and the anime is Boruto naruto next generations but yeah i don't think those sales count towards naruto's ultimate sales but let's be clear here and i've said it but i gotta say it again if naruto tomorrow had naruto zetsubo whatever and returned naruto will go back to number four definitely will go back to number four because people they rock with boruto a lot of which it's still to this day and it's probably always going to be a good majority of the fans that rock with boruto because they love naruto and sasuke and all of that jazz if there was a new naruto manga tomorrow either focusing in on the last naruto era or after boruto ends maybe a few years after boruto naruto steps down as hokage and he's going back on missions or whatever that would put the series back on the map and start selling millions and Put Naruto back over Detective Conan. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking away anything from Conan. Conan is massively successful, iconic. We just talked about like all the stuff that they're doing with it to promote "Staying at Home" for Halloween and stuff. Like it gets a new film every year. Nothing against Detective Conan. Want to stress that. But Naruto's that Naruto. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, Naruto is a icon as well, and especially of course in the West, there's no denying that Naruto. Again, if it came back tomorrow, Naruto, not Boruto, Naruto, it would be a different ball game, and we would skyrocket. But A man can only wonder what the next move will be for the Naruto IP down the road. Either way, Detective Conan surpasses Naruto, um, nearly bumping it out of the top five. I don't even know what's to come. Like, I'm not sure exactly what comes after Naruto, but if it's any series as close, we could be seeing Naruto's days of being top five most sold um, coming to an end, which is kind of crazy to think because Naruto is one of the most iconic and most impactful worldwide series of all time. Like, Naruto Dragon Ball, they're there, like wow but yeah people shout out to detective conan making major moves okay people this one blew my mind a little bit like we got a couple of very weird and odd stories that we're going to be covering in this episode this one in particular you're going to be like humanity what are we doing here uh according to this a man used a COVID loan to purchase a fifty-seven thousand dollar pokemon card a georgia man faces a charge of wire fraud after federal prosecutors say he spent $57,000 he received from a COVID relief fund on a Pokemon card. According to USA Today, Vinith Odomison of Dublin falsely applied for money from the Economic Injury Disaster Loans designed to help small businesses experiencing hardship because of the COVID pandemic. He claimed that he was the sole owner of a business that brought in $235,000 in a 12-month span and had 10 employees. On October fourth, 2020, he received a deposit Of $85,000 into his bank account. Roughly five months later, on or around January 8th, prosecutors said Odomison spent $57,789 of funds deposited to help his business on a Pokémon card. The card was not described in court documents, and rare Pokémon cards can be worth hundreds of thousands. Now, here's the thing. I, I'll say this and I'm not trying to believe me I'm not trying to defend dude but I just gotta keep it real depending on the nature of his work which I, I gotta imagine that they know the nature of his work because let's just say he's a Pokemon YouTuber that right there could be an investment for his YouTube channel that right there yeah you could have 10 employees like if you have multiple video editors people that you know check your email and handle your social media you could have 10 employees you could have a YouTube Pokemon channel and all of that could actually be legit that could be an investment into your channel maybe things was falling apart at that time so there is a possibility out there that this very well could have not been fraud and they're looking at it as fraud because damn you, you you were supposed to use that money for something else and instead you bought a fucking pokemon card so i understand that aspect of it however it could have been a very poor choice that was actually legitimate i just gotta throw that in there i know more than likely it's probably not probably due with lying saying that he has a car salesman business or some out of this world shit however there is a possibility that 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 wasn't actually fraud i just just gotta say i mean don't get me wrong it's a very slim to none possibility not many people are even if they are a pokemon you know youtuber they're not gonna make an investment such as that well no there's actually a lot i mean i've seen what was it people have spent like a hundred thousand dollars on pokemon all sorts of crazy i mean logan paul walking around with a million dollar charizard card around his neck and stuff but yeah that that is a possibility but either way yo fam you bugging out you bugging out you bugging the out i ain't gonna lie get it If you actually are using the funds for the proper things, if you need it, all of that jazz, nothing wrong with it. But if you're doing this and this has nothing to do with like, hey, this is a part of my business. Sounds like he was trying to make a quick flip possibly. And you kind of got caught up because yeah, I don't even know how that would work. I mean, I guess if you were supposed to use those funds to pay employees and you're buying a Pokemon card, even if you're trying to flip it or whatever, you bugging out. That's for your 10 employees. But probably they even found out maybe he didn't have 10 employees. Probably this was all just one of those PPP loan, frauds and he's caught up really bad which Woo Rip to that man. He's he's gonna get a lot of trouble if that's the case. Again. There's a possibility. I just, I, I I know. I'm fighting. I'm like, his defense attorney right now, but man's is probably cooked. Either way, man using $57,000 loan for a Pokemon card. I gotta know what card was it? It had to have been like a Charizard or something, right? Like, imagine it's some terrible card, like a freaking, I don't know, shiny Pichu or some dumb that, oh, that would be terrible. Okay, people, next up, we got some insight for the future of the Boruto anime. The next, I wanna say, four to five episode titles we have here. And, i caught a lot of flack recently over talking about the upcoming stuff from boruto so i'm just gonna give you guys the titles and i'll let you guys be the judge of what the heck you think is about to go down with the upcoming arc because right now we're in the new tuning exams this is anime original anime exclusive content that didn't happen in the manga and it'll be a while before we get to manga content because we're really really close right now to the events in the manga there's not enough content even if they wanted to to continue adapting let's read and as always these are courtesy of organic dinosaur over on twitter it says upcoming provisional titles for boruto anime eps airing in november from a tv guide it says episode 223 inojin versus Hoki, and that is november 7th and mm, it could be cool development i know i said i wasn't gonna talk but i gotta give my opinion i'm sorry like it could be uh, I t- is Hoki one of the people that were like on that team that was with sumire i think that's who that is uh, i might be totally off i can't even remember really who freaking uh, advanced in the tournament but or in the exams or whatever but if we got a battle with Enogene again it could be cool i guess i'm i've never been the biggest Enogene fan out of the next generation that's one of the ones that i was like mm, okay then episode 224 the legend of the monster cat Ooh. <laughs> oh no I ain't gonna lie bro I ain't gonna lie I mm, okay whatever the, the the legend of the monster cat why not <laughs> episode 225 a showdown between close friends now who could that be because uh, the people that are in the tournament right now it could be a Boruto versus Sarada it could be a Boruto versus Mitsuki things like that that catches my interest see how i'm I'm real and i'm fair and people don't like it because like they just want me to be positive no no like there's some shit that is like get out of here but if this is something like that especially a boruto versus mitsuki i want to see that and they are close friends so either boruto mitsuki Salah versus mitsuki that oh my god i would love to that one right there i don't know how i would call it because obviously mitsuki ain't gonna break out his sage mode in this tournament you know he's trying to hide that by all means so he's not gonna break that out but that's one that i would prefer to see now that i think about it I think it will be an all out onslaught. Personally, I'd probably say just because Minsky has like the. Mindset of like an older person with strategy and stuff, I- I'd say that Mitsuki would take it unless he allowed Sarada to take it. I know that sounds horrible, but I'm just saying, I think if it was a Mitsuki versus Sarada, I think Mitsuki would actually take it. Although we would get an advancement maybe with Sarada and we would get a phenomenal fight because Sarada is no slouch. Like, Sarada, I, I always said it like, if it wasn't going to be Boruto, you know, the the series about Boruto, I would have loved for the series to have been about Sarada. That would have been really freaking fire. And Sarada versus Mitsuki, I hope that that's the case. I doubt it, because I could see it again more so being... And it might not even be any of these three characters. Who knows? But that would be freaking awesome. Then we got episode 226. The Samurai vs. Kagaku. And that's November 28th. Or read as versus science. And I want to say the Samurai is that one chick, which... She was kind of interesting in some of the anime canon stuff. So that that kind of might be cool. And I know a few of these episodes, I want to say, might be done by Studio Puro. So uh could look good at the very least, and then there's a little bit of insight that says, FYI, the way Monster Cat is written in the title for 224 matches the nickname given to the Nibi, the two-tailed beast, Matatabi. The title to 226 can be read ambiguously because it uses a different Japanese alphabet. It can be a name, Kagaku, a pun, science, or refer to both. Okay, so that just gives us a little bit insight into the Monster Cat, which. And the two-tailed beast matatabi that 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 sounds kind of cool but i don't know i ain't gonna lie all of them the one that really catches my interest the most is a showdown between close friends that might be dope and maybe the samurai one kind of sounds cool because i remember that samurai i think it was like a foreign exchange student or something like that that was kind of dope but mm, <laughs> let me not say the dark ages whoa but yeah people those are the episode titles when we get some synopsis I'll definitely make sure to bring you guys that insight and info as well as to what these episodes are going to entail but for now we know that at the very least through November we're going to really be entrenched in the new Chunin exams and the 1v1s which seems like that's really why they rushed through in case you ain't see episode 221 they rush through some of the early exams they rushed through the cheating exam you know cheating don't get caught they rushed through the forest of death which I really would have liked for the forest of death to have been you know a little weird more focused in on and it seems as though they really did all of that just to get to these 1v1s so hopefully they handle these really well i'm really really hoping especially the battle between close friends i really wanted to be Salada versus mitsuki please But we got to wait and see. Next up, small update from My Hero Academia. But it is interesting to take a look at what it's doing outside of just, you know, the US and Japan. According to this, it says My Hero Academia has sold over 2.1 million units in France since January 2021 alone just take that into account for a second like i've heard that france has a very popping scene when it comes to like manga sales and stuff like that but they already sold 2.1 million units in france since january 2021 and if i'm not mistaken i want to say all of january 2020 my hero academia was like the number one selling manga in the u.s with 1 million sales total don't quote me on that but i'm almost 99 percent sure we talked about it here on the show and it did 2.1 million units in france since january 2021 alone that's crazy that's what we're on the 10th so a little less than a year it did already point. that's double what you know it took a whole freaking year over here in 2020 which was a very big successful year for manga in the united states shout outs to france they love them some my hero and i wouldn't be surprised if the next big hero to show up in the manga is like the number one hero from france or something that kind of would be interesting to see so yeah uh doing it big in france my hero i can only really imagine what world heroes mission is going to do over there if the manga is popping like that over there as well moving forward japan wants to put you in jail if you say some mean things on the internet that's right people according to this it says japan seeks to use jail time as punishment for online insults japan seeks to use jail time as punishment for online insults according to the japan times a plan to introduce prison terms as part of tougher penalties for online insults in japan was approved thursday by an advisory panel amid a growing need to tackle cyberbullying the justice ministry said And is this a good move or a bad move? I'll be honest with you. I feel in certain regards when it comes to kids, because you gotta imagine, right? When I was in school, bullying was a thing and whatnot, and that's that you leave school, you go home, you're away from the bullies. It's tough though, because school is something you gotta go to every day. Now, imagine that online that online is not like when you know you was younger. Online now is everything to people, like this is real life to a lot of people. That phone. So when they open up that phone that they want to go on their you know social medias they want to go on the twitter the facebook the instagram they want to go on tiktok and they're going all over these places and they're getting slandered you know a 10 year old kid hearing a whole bunch of insults to them they can't handle that like you know what i'm saying like for me i'm a seasoned vet to this i've heard every possible mean and f-ed up thing you could tell me about me about people i care about all sorts of stuff it still bothers a little bit but i've grown to a point where it's like man you a dick get the f- away from me so i could only imagine though a kid going through that because when i first started youtube and things was taking off and i would get a 100 million insults in a day and i'd be like yo what the this this is tough to deal with and that's that i was already like what 19 20 years old when i started doing this i couldn't imagine being like a 10 year old on the internet and i know that definitely there's a certain amount of uh, duty that parents have to you know monitor their kids but just being realistic as a parent you cannot keep your eyeballs on every single thing your child is doing 24 7 especially as they get older and they want friends and all that stuff you can't you just you legitimately can't because you drive yourself crazy and you won't have a life if you're constantly with with your eyes 24 7 on what's going on with your kids you can be as present as possible check up on them have conversations hey is everything good at school is everything good online everything you know if you see something going on with them you see a little bit of change behavior but ultimately i feel like that is a good thing especially considering the. This- Rate in japan is ridiculous a lot of people they can't take the pressures of things like that and especially younger kids i say that's a good move on that aspect but in general for like adults and shit like that i don't know if i feel necessarily the same because like even if somebody says messed up things to me right first of all that's a reflection of what they feel and who they are that's none of my business like that's the way i look at it like if you hate me you got some really messed up shit to say that's your business that's not my business i don't really give to fuck you know what I mean? But I'm not necessarily going to be sitting here like, <laughs> I hope you do 25 to life for calling me an idiot, like... No, so I don't know. This is going to be a very weird and interesting experiment, I guess you could say, over there in Japan to see if it calms things down. Because if that is effective over there, if like insults and people committing suicide due to insults and cyberbullying and all that stuff, if that decreases it dramatically, that could be something that they could look at to implement moving forward around the world. And that could be something scary. So we gotta wait and see because they've been trying to regulate and control the internet for a very long time. And this looks like another aspect added that if it becomes a main mainstay globally the old days of the wild wild west internet is slowly coming to an end it's already almost at an end to be honest with you you could barely say any freaking curse words or anything like that here on the internet without going left so yeah moving forward we got a couple of pieces of jujutsu kaisen news in particular about jujutsu kaisen zero the film for starters we got a new jujutsu kaisen zero movie key visual that's revealed and i ain't gonna lie it is all that and a bag of chips and a free soda and a bag of popcorn this looks insane you got yuta you got the spirit of rika you got his teammates i guess you could say you got suguru geto you got gojo's eye at the upper left corner and every piece of it looks incredible my god i want somebody please send me to japan oh i can't freaking wait to watch this film i wish that it was like debuting globally on december 24th like that would be the I ain't gonna lie, Christmas Eve, yeah, i wake up early, take my kiddos to watch Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, and then go get some eggnog and chill out. Like, that's, well, I don't know about eggnog, I don't really like eggnog, but I love Jujutsu Kaisen. And just in general, this visual is freaking amazing. Whoever designed the art for this one, a freaking one. You did a phenomenal freaking job. And while we're on it, there's close-ups of a lot of the art for this upcoming film. I guess it's like promotional images. Like, for starters, we got this close-up of Utah that looks really, really awesome. See, it says sample across it, so I guess it's like for probably goods and things that are going to be connected to the film you got yuto kotsu you got maki oh my god you got inumaki you got panda you got gojo and you got suguru geto and i ain't gonna lie i could tell i could tell i could tell mappa is sparing no expense they're leaving no stone unturned when it comes to making this film everything they possibly can they know that they pull uh, Demon Slayer Mugen Train with this film. The, the money for Jujutsu Kaisen is going to go tenfold. And it is already on pace for being the biggest selling manga of 2021. You add a Mugen Train effect for it. Oh, hi, hi, Santa Maria, Madre de Dios. Yo, shit brought out the Hispanic talk in me. Big ups to Jujutsu Kaisen. I have no doubt in my mind that this film is going to look incredible. Moving forward, cool little small update for D. Gray Man. According to this, it's the Jump Square Rise Fall 2021 cover. And y'all know, I think it was announced that D. Gray Man was entering its final arc not that long ago. And this cover looks incredible. It looks as though Alan Walker is like in front of a bunch of like fall leaves. And then I don't know what the, is that is. I forget what they're called. It's been so freaking long, but kind of looks like a uh, Kuro Sensei from Assassination Class from next to be honest with you. But it looks great. And uh, yeah i wonder how much longer the gray man has if it already had entered its final arc or it was ending something along the lines of that it has probably a little bit to go but yo the author of the gray man look at that cub i can't get over it like Ooh, amazing stuff. Amazing. Oh, yo, the star on the forehead. Oh my God. It just brought me. That's probably where the inspiration for Julius from Black Clover came. Tabata loves him some D Gray Man. Yo, shout outs to that. I, why am I talking about Black Clover in the middle of this D Gray Man? Like, it's a little piece of news. Shut up for them. Just talk D Gray Man, God damn it. Nah, it's a real shit though. Epic cover. Really awesome stuff. D Gray Man, shout outs. Next up, Dragon Ball video game fans. This one right here. This one right here. Gets me excited because I gonna lie. It's been a little bit since Dragon Ball gaming has been like a... I don't want to say a big thing because I bought Kakarot, even though I didn't play too much of Kakarot. I bought Kakarot. Pretty cool game from CyberConnect2. Would have probably preferred more of just like the style of what they did with the, you know, Demon Slayer game that's kind of like Naruto Storm. I just really love that engine. But Kakarot was a cool game. Fighters, probably one of the best Dragon Ball fighting games of all time. But Xenoverse, Xenoverse 2, back when I was into it, now it's like, yo, we five, six years away from it now. Like, I'm not really all that into it. But Xenoverse 2, when it was fresh... I beat that game i don't beat games like that i beat that game but i don't beat games like that so that tells you that i was pretty invested in dragon ball xenoverse 2. well according to this Uh, Because one of the people over at Latin America, Bandai Namco, had mentioned about Xenoverse 3. It started trending everywhere. It had like 10,000 tweets. It was trending in the United States. It says, Bandai Namco Latin out here, directly acknowledging the idea of Xenoverse 3. Somebody from the team had said to a fan, for real though, I do really hope our dreams come true and we eventually get a sequel that we want so much. Referring to a Xenoverse 3. And I ain't gonna lie, call it Dragon Ball Super Xenoverse, boom do all of which i know that there's been like a ton of dlc i don't know how much of the super story was in there but redo it all put the broly film in there as a big you know map or whatnot maybe even go back to og dragon ball i always say that's a great idea that they never give a shit about because og dragon ball wasn't that popular but do everything from the beginning of dragon ball do dragon ball dragon ball z dragon ball gt dragon ball super the movie like you can add all that which again i know that they've done a ton like there's no way they haven't done a lot of if not all of that throughout all the this time but if you're gonna do a xenoverse 3 you got all of that stuff then on top of that you got the stuff that's in the manga that hasn't even been animated yet so there's that content you could even throw in a bunch of stuff from heroes which again i might be talking out my ass they might have done a lot of this already with xenoverse 2 i just haven't been invested in a long time there's new hardware out there there's the playstation 5 and the new xbox and stuff like that give us a xenoverse 3 maybe even an original story i would love an original story i'm just saying which again i think that was kind of the whole idea with xenoverse 2 where it's like future trunks and stuff like Xenoverse 3 it, it would just be incredible it'd be a game that it would take a long time to get me off of there because I loved Xenoverse 2 so much To create a character it was it was a blast it was a lot of fun so who knows maybe this could be a step in the right direction showing Bandai Namco like we really would love a Xenoverse 3 there's still a lively freaking audience for Xenoverse 2 and the game came out so freaking long ago over half a decade ago at this point Give us Xenoverse 3. I think the fans deserve it. They've shown their support enough already. No more DLC. Cut it out. Give us Xenoverse 3. I'm just saying. But we gotta wait and see. Either way, Xenoverse 3 was trending, which shows that there's a lot of interest for it. And hopefully, Bombay Namco sees that and be like, maybe we could stop milking the DLC and give them a new one. Moving forward, few people hit me up to talk about this one. I'm not too familiar with the series, other than I know it's sold very well, and I've talked about it a ton, but I'm not familiar because I've never watched it or read it. The quintessential quintuplets movie is scheduled for early summer 2020 in japan and there's a new visual for it and i want to say i remember that there was an announcement that there was an anime continuation coming and a lot of people were under the impression that oh there's going to be a new season that eventually they announced no it's not a new season they're actually doing a quintessential quintuplets movie and for those that were requesting of me there you go there's a new visual for it at some point i do want to watch it i want to say my niece checked it out and she was telling me a little bit about it but i'm just not really into it right now that doesn't mean that i can't be because again despite all of my reporting on it this is one that's kind of been under the radar for me in terms of i just never checked it out for whatever reason maybe i should do so but i don't know kind of looks like just a fan service series like i'm looking at this and it's just like oh pie all freaking day but maybe it's good i don't know i mean it sold very well you we gotta have something interesting aside from oh well then again sex sales so who the hell knows i don't know but if you're a quintessential quintuplet fan early summer 2022 movie japan it'll be out you can watch it yeah (laughs) next up people no game no life update it's been a long time since we had no game no life info this says right here no game no life will make a special announcement in the upcoming monthly comic alive issue out on november 27 2021 to celebrate the release of light novel volume 11 which is the first volume released after a three and a half year break and a lot of people are very hopeful that this is some type of anime continuation because I believe we have what the first season of the anime and then there was a film and then there's been you know it's been Radio Silent Quiet and then of course there was a three and a half year break so with this new thing coming out people are hopeful that this big announcement is going to be anime season 2 returning which I remember from what I watched of No Game No Life back then I want to say I had seen maybe half of the first season they didn't drop it it was just kind of like got busy in my life forgot about it and i remember it being pretty good and i remember saying like i like this more than sword art online and back then i kind of was digging sword art online a little bit so that's something interesting i'm looking forward to seeing what they do if it's going to return i remember it was kind of cool how the main character was really good at the games and i guess it's kind of like sao in a way where kirito was really good at the games too but i don't know it was just something about it that was kind of dope and maybe we'll get a season two but people are really excited that there's a big announcement november 27th could be something it could be another film at the very least right something bring this back because a lot of people really loved it but no game no life updates coming near future next up we got the top 10 best-selling manga series of the week for starters, we got coming in at number 10, Komi san wa komyushou desu, which I want to say that's uh, Komi can't communicate with 82,000. Then you got Kusuriya no Hitori Goto Mamo no Kokuyu na's. Oh my god, this name is crazy! 83,000. Let's move up. Uh, Blue Lock, 95,000 to be expected. Wotaku ni Koi wa Muzukashi, 97,000. Detective Conan, Zero's Tea Time. I'm imagining that's probably a singular titles, so it kind of counts as its own IP, but it's still a Detective corner title, so it's gonna sell well. That almost sold 100k, 98,000, not bad. Uh, My Hero Academia, total 117,000 this week. These numbers, I feel like they would've been a lot higher, but again, there's been a publication shortage where, like, the factories, they're not making enough books to be out on stands because of the pandemic, but Demon Sayer, 136,000 this week. Jujutsu Kaisen, yeah, there's just no way. These numbers should be way higher, especially a lot of these just released new volume so the new volumes and the back volumes should be way higher than just 160,000. Tokyo Revengers at number 2 with 300,000 and then at number 1, Detective Conan. Wow, that that's great because I remember the first week sales were extremely disgustingly low of only like 60 something thousand. I'm imagining a lot of this 300,000 is due to that new volume that just came out, maybe some back volumes as well, but either way that's that's better. That's a good look coming in number 1 as a series as a whole for the week. Considering it just dropped its hundredth volume. And again, I'm imagining a lot of those sales are contributed from that volume. And yeah, um, pretty interesting list for the most part. I just, I expected more from a lot of these that just dropped new volumes that's just me but either way people top 10 selling manga of the week okay people this one right here as we've talked about it it's been all over the place right i felt a certain way at first i was just like and i'm talking about the cowboy bebop netflix live action because a new trailer came out another trailer this time it wasn't just that little funny teaser this was a trailer and i ain't gonna lie when it first was announced all of us thought oh god it's gonna be terrible get it away throw it in rice as things kept coming out it was back and forth this looks bad this looks good this looks bad this looks good This trailer and the last couple of things that have been released have me to a point where I'm actually excited for this. I'm excited for a live-action adaptation of an anime. That is, woo, to say, but this trailer looked really, really good. I think that they they might actually break a curse of anime to live action being terrible because this trailer looked really freaking good it's a little bit different it's not exactly cowboy bebop beat for beat the characters are a little bit different but i like it and i think that this is going to actually work out and i can't believe i'm saying this i'm not paid by netflix by any means even though netflix was good but that trailer looked really really dope like I'm, I'm excited I'm just looking at it the main characters they have a vibe to them and a glow to them and yes Spike looks a little bit older but again this is a different version and it looks like it might be a good version you know sometimes oh it's a different version is an excuse to get away with bulls**t but this actually looks good the characters have a funky cool vibe to them and i am on board i am definitely going to talk about this one you will definitely get a big review when this comes out because it looks like it's going to actually be good we're in the twilight zone right now people anime live action cowboy bebop might actually be really freaking good who would have thunk it but i highly recommend you check out that trailer and also they released another uh key art and stills for the series and in particular again it just has the three main characters and it looks like this is going to be good, man. This could really be good. And the way Cowboy Bebop is set up, it could lend itself to that if this actually is knocked out of the ballpark, they could eventually even do a sequel to this. Because again, Cowboy Bebop is very episodic in between the events. And depending on how they do the ending, it could be changed to, you know, we could get a season two or something. Again, I- I'm jumping way ahead because we got to actually see it to make sure that it's good. But... The last few things from that opening to that teaser that they had to now this trailer, all three, it's out the park. Let's hope that it's as good as what it's been promoted. We got a little bit of time left. We got a couple of weeks to go, but or I think less than two weeks now, right? Yeah, like less than two weeks. I'm excited for this Cowboy Bebop live action. Don't let us down, Netflix. Right now, it's looking promising. I can't believe it again, but... It looks promising. At the very least, you could say that there's some love and passion that was put into it, so I gotta respect that aspect. Moving forward, this is great news. This one right here, we talked about in the last episode of Forever News, that it wasn't looking great. Uh, I don't know what the hell changed. We're gonna read to get a little more insight in it, but according to this, Demon Slayer: Hinokami Chronicles actually is selling way better than we initially thought. Demon Slayer: The Hinokami Chronicles game has one. Million dollars? No, one million copies in circulation worldwide. So that doesn't necessarily mean sold. It still could very well only have let's just say two hundred thousand actually sold. But they put a million copies out there. It says the official Twitter account for Sega's Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba: The Hinokami Chronicles game announced on Wednesday. On Wednesday that the game has 1 million copies in circulation worldwide. The 1 million is for copies in circulation that the company has released, but not necessarily all sold. The number is not a sales statistic. The account also states that the game's first free update will launch soon. Who knows when? You're starting to get me a little bored. I really want to play with some demons. Rui and Akaza will join the game as playable characters in its first free update out of three planned updates after release. And of course, the game launched in North America and Europe for PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and pc via steam on october 15th and the game had a digital deluxe edition which that's the one that i got uh where you had like academy characters and all that jazz and i ain't gonna lie um now that we got a little bit more insight on it Still doesn't mean that the game is selling very well. It just means that people were expecting it to sell like crazy, so they were like, okay, let's just say for example, all Walmart chains they all together brought in like, yo, we want seventy-five thousand copies all together in all the Walmart's in the United States, so that way we sell them because it's probably gonna sell very well. Like probably it's at maybe let's just say close to two hundred thousand sold, but there are a million copies in stores around the world. So a little bit they're trying to tweak things up to get people excited, cause yes, sales. Very, very good marketing strategy. When people think that, oh, this is popular, people run out and buy. So they see 1 million copies. Oh, it must be selling very well. 1 million copies are sitting in store shelves. It's probably at 200,000 or less sold at this point. But... Still, it's doing high. It's not doing bad by any means, but people were comparing it to like Naruto Storm sold this and these games sold that. It's still doing pretty well considering also it's somewhat of a bare-bones game. Like, you can definitely see that they're trying to support this with DLC for the next million years to come, but I'm having fun still. It is getting a little bit stale and I'm really hoping for these demon characters. ASAP, Rui and Akaza. Let's see what they do and if they give a little bit of a revitalization to it because you only have so much fun with online with like 10 characters come on now either way that's the update for the Hino hinokami chronicles 1 million copies sitting in stores about less than two hundred thousand and sold i want to say moving forward we got the weekly shonen magazine author comments. starting off with hiromashima creator of fairy tale of eden zero He said, Gate of Nightmare has been released. Check it out. What is that? Is that a video game? I'd imagine it's a video game. Maybe I'm off on that. Maybe it's a manga or something. But I'm almost certain it's probably a video game. Maybe Is that the one that he was working on? Not sure, the mobile game member, but yeah, he said Gate of Nightmare. Let me go check it out, as a matter of fact. Okay, people have to do it my due diligence. Yes, the mobile game that he worked on, the character designs and whatnot, that's out. I want to check it out because Hiromashima loves games and uh, he knows a good gamer too, so maybe that's why he got involved. Either way, the mobile game that he was working on is finally out i'm going to probably take a look then we got george morikawa author of Hajimino no ipo i'm grateful for how much support charities give he's really been talking about charity lately good guy george then we got ken wakui author of tokyo revengers i bought the travel pillow my editor k recommended the sense of stability is incredible i wonder if he actually traveled anywhere or it was just like a travel pillow that he's gonna just sit at his desk guys so sad sometimes we think about like these because are prisoners to their manga and their series crazy randomly i want to throw this in here just for the sake of it because i've been hearing about this series a lot lately and i'm actually interested in it uh it's by negi haruba ranger reject I gave VR roller coasters a try, but gave up once I got sick on the climb up a hill. VR still gets me sick. I don't know if they're going to get to a point where it won't, but VR gets me sick. I cannot put on a VR headset for more than a few minutes because I get a massive migraine and I feel sick as a dog. Then we got Atsushi Okubo, author of Fire Force. I felt myself getting angry when I dropped the cake I just bought, so I lifted some dumbbells instead and felt better. Exercise is always a good remedy for whether it's anger, depression, whatever it may be. Definitely a little exercise. I need to get my back in the gym. I've been slacking. And lastly, we got author of Four Nights of the Apocalypse and Seven Deadly Sins, Nakaba Suzuki. I bought Far Cry 6. Maybe I'll talk about my experience in this comment space. For whatever reason, well, I guess it kind of goes hand in hand, anime, manga, and video games. Like all of these manga and Weekly Shonen Magazine comments always talking about video games. And it's like really weird. Like the ones in Weekly Shonen Jump, they talk about the most random shit stuff that is like really ingrained in japanese culture that i'm like huh these guys are all talking about video games that's why i enjoy more talking about the weekly shonen magazine all the comments because i feel like i could relate to the people in weekly shonen magazine more than the people over at jump occasionally they'd be having something interesting but weekly shonen magazine these are like regular dudes like bros you know what i'm saying and shout outs to weekly shonen magazine all the comments always a treat and uh yeah um gaming for the win I don't know. Moving forward, just a small update for Jump Festa 2022. It says, Jump Festa 2022 has a secret stage scheduled for December 18th at 9... JST and the full Super Stage schedule is nine o'clock, a secret stage, ten thirty Dragon Quest Dino 11 eleven fifty five World Trigger, thirteen twenty Boruto, fourteen fifty New Prince of Tennis, sixteen twenty Dragon Ball Super. So that's the first day. Which what is a big series? Like that's what I'm gonna try to deduce. What is a big series that is not necessarily mentioned that is with Shueisha that could be that secret stage because we know it's already been announced that Black Clover is getting a stage then you know on the next day is Kimetsu no Yaiba, Jujutsu Kaisen, Dr. Stone, My Hero, One Piece what would be I don't know maybe a a martial stage but they did announce that they're getting separate stages as well that's going to be interesting you guys let me know in the comment section below what do you think is going to be that secret stage that is again a Shueisha title seemingly that is pretty significant but not on this list between Dragon Quest, World, Trigger, Boruto, Prince of Tennis, Dragon Ball Super, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Jujutsu Kaisen, Dr. Stone, My Hero, and One Piece what could it be I mean again I guess it could be a Black Clover Sage but they already announced Black Clover and Mosh those for a separate thing. I don't know. Maybe it's the secret stage is going to be a, an additional Black Clover for the movie. I know I'm, I'm wishful thinking, you know, wishful thinking, but yeah, that would be- next up just a small little update i wanted to share with you guys for the creator of death note's new comedy work shoha shoten by death note artist takeshi obada and asakura akinari is on the cover of the upcoming jump square issue december 2021 and again just kind of looks like Muto ashirogi with some more fancy looking hair from bakuman and a little bit nerdier and i'm looking forward to seeing what he does every time he leaves and you know they're done with a big series like platinum man death note all of that jazz he goes off and does something and sometimes it's a hit no Go. And last story of the episode, people. Attack on Titan, Wall Sheena Goodbye OVA airing on NHK November 7th so if you're excited for a little bit more of Attack on Titan, there's going to be an OVA regarding, again it says Wall Sheena, Goodbye. I'm looking forward to seeing what the heck this could be and either way, considering everything is wrapping up with Attack on Titan, it's going to be a nice little thing to have. Like, okay, boom, we got something in November to get us ready for the January premiere of the final season of attack on titan get this bad boy going and off with and see what the future holds for the franchise if anything at all because again i think there's a possibility that the series could continue depending on how they decide to handle things and also a lot of people are hopeful for a change with the anime from the manga but we gotta wait See. And yeah, people, those are all the stories we have for today's episode. I am very, very curious what you guys think. Most important story I talked about in the episode. All of the craziness. The upcoming Boruto episode titles. Are you excited about any of it? Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. My Hero Academia doing well in France. We just talked about a whole gang of stuff. And anything that you in particular come back to for never News for that is just like, you know, a must watch every episode for you. Any thoughts on any of the stories we covered in today's episode? But That's all I have for this one. Thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed. If you liked anything I had to say or enjoyed the video, drop me a like. I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you want more from me, make sure to subscribe. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Hit that bell to get all notifications and if you want to follow any of my other social media links of course are in the description below i'm for world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga for life bye. have an awesome day peace and you guys just watched another episode of oh! have an awesome day